on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. Good morning. Joey and Lauren with you. Thank you for hanging out with us. I always love, we actually need um, like a, a a whole intro to when we do this. We need like a segment with an intro and the big voice and music. Health tips with Lauren. I think that's what we need to call it. Let me see if I can find something. Why don't you go ahead and tell us, oh, how about this? are just going to look for random. No. Health tips with Lauren. This, right. These aren't romantic health tips. You're right. <laughs> health tips with Lauren. It's not going to work. Well, it's not. What else you got? Health tips uh, well, with Lauren. This might work. This might work. Because this is if our you, Tell the Truth if, Tuesday If music. you don't do this, your teeth will erode. Okay. So it's very dangerous. Let me give you the horoscope music really quick, though. This is... Oh, gosh, better. we need to do fake horoscopes again. Okay, go ahead. So you're, these are the you're things. flying off the rails Sorry, here. sorry, sorry. So dental tips, dental advice. Now, I am definitely not qualified. I've never worked in the dental industry, but I did find this really cool article that made me think about several uh, arguments that I think you and I have had. Yeah. I've heard other people have. When do you brush your teeth in the morning? Never. Before you eat? <laughs> uh, that's not good. Before you eat or after you eat? Because I've heard a lot of people say, oh. I wait till after I eat breakfast because I'm not going to brush my teeth and then eat. Yeah. And then what? Brush them again? So what do you do? I brush my teeth in the morning when I, I so I wake, I wake up, I go to the bathroom. You want the whole routine? No, just your okay. teeth brushing is I good. Brush, <laughs> I brush my teeth after I dress myself and before I leave the house. All I need to know is this before oh. you eat or after you eat? I don't eat breakfast, so... Before. <laughs> it's before I eat lunch, honestly. That's the next meal. So I don't okay. eat breakfast. I, I, Okay, you can shower me with hate. I don't eat breakfast. I'm sorry. So I brush my teeth before I eat any food. Okay, in the average world, most people are eating some form of breakfast, but yes. we get up so early that it's okay. just kind of a different story. Let me so tell let you, me... before I worked mornings. Okay, yeah. Before I worked mornings, I brushed my teeth before I had breakfast. Okay, you're actually doing it the right way. Except for Saturdays. So that is the right way. Why not on Saturdays? Well, Saturday, you all, I, I barely brush my teeth on Saturdays because it's the freaking weekend. So I, I normally have, well, I have a late breakfast and I normally okay. like, okay, whatever. So a lot of people, they'll wait until they eat breakfast because they're like, well, if I'm going to put food in my mouth, yeah. I want to have clean teeth right after I eat. Um, new dentist information is now saying that brushing your teeth before you eat breakfast can actually help prevent the dental erosion that can wear away your teeth. So this is interesting. Wow. They also say a few other things that they're encouraging you to do. Okay. Brush your teeth before breakfast or before you have fruit or fruit juice. That sounds terrible. I'm going to oh, brush yeah, my teeth before way. I eat an orange. So wait, a dentist is saying brush your teeth and then drink orange juice? That's that's death. Or it says wait one hour after eating or drinking anything acidic before brushing. This is too many rules. I, I know. I'm just reading Let me ask the you this. Do you think dentists actually live these rules? No. Uh, my dentist gives candy. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Probably because he wants repeat like, customers. I love our dentists. <laughs> and, I, and I'm sure our dentists, I mean, I guarantee you dentists floss every night. For sure. I oh, would yeah. think. And I'm teasing. I'm sure they all floss and but do they the mouth on all the things. Like, you don't think a dentist actually, before he has a, like a glass of apple juice, he's like, well, this is citrus or whatever it may be, and so doesn't do it? Do lifeguards wait to get into a pool after they eat? See, no, I don't think so. Do doctors have pizza and cake? Absolutely. See? Of course they do. So I think I think dentists, I don't even know if they live their own rules. Okay, we'll they, they also say use a straw when you're drinking anything acidic to reduce the contact with your teeth. I've heard that with soda, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I know you're supposed to use a straw. And drink water and milk 
in between meals uh, in preference to juice and fizzy drinks. So they're saying water and milk, put down the Diet Coke. Yeah, I'm not going to drink. What is it, 1950s? Leave it to Beaver? <laughs> who who drinks one. a glass of milk as an I, adult? I don't know. Uh, your parents. Yeah, that's true. But they're true. from the Leave it to Beaver yeah. age. Uh, this one, finish a meal with cheese or milk to help neutralize any acids. I love that idea. Just I the love cheese the idea. Part. Yeah. <laughs> Having a slice of cheese right before bed. I end most meals with milk and cookies. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Or some sort of dessert. My One of my best friends growing up, every single night they had ice cream. So every day they'd have their family dinner, you know, five, six o'clock, whatever. And then every night they'd have ice cream. And I stayed there once and I said, ice cream, it's Tuesday. And they go, yeah, we have ice cream every night. I said, you guys have ice cream every night? Did they have health issues? No, they were all in pretty oh, good, good shape. They just had one little scoop, though. Like, mm, that was the thing. Mm-hmm. When I eat ice cream, I may have it once a week, but I'm going three, four scoops deep. Right. They just do one scoop a night, which is probably average to what I eat on a Saturday night. So <laughs> I thought that was pretty impressive. Well, there you have it. Some no, uh, gentle health tips. What do you the think you about uh, people that bring – do you remember those little portable toothbrushes? I used those, to do that. Mm-hmm. Did you, you used to yeah. bring those? Like it, when you'd have dinner at a restaurant and then you'd pull that out of your purse and start using yes. it? Yes. Do you remember the ones? It was like a little slip that you slide over your finger. Yep. And you stick your finger in your mouth and you rub it on your teeth like a weirdo. And you're just like. It's crazy. I, I the, mean, it worked. It was good. There was the one that was really popular. It was plastic and it had that little blue ball in the middle of it. And the ball yes. was like toothpaste. Yes. And, you and would, so you didn't need water or anything. Yeah. You just put it in your mouth and you brush and I would see people that would do that. That's crazy to me. But health tips with Lauren. There it is. Let me finish it off with a little health tips with Lauren. Doesn't fit. Not at all. Doesn't matter. Thank you. It's Joey <laughs> and Lauren. It's your trending stories with Joey and Lauren in the morning. This guy is a hero or a complete con man slash thief slash whatever else you want to call well, him. That's kind of a different <laughs> end of the spectrum there. Hero uh, tongue in cheek. There's a man who <laughs> ended up stealing. Get this. Over $122 million. $122 million? $122 million from Facebook and Google by simply sending them random bills. Like he just sent them invoices for just (laughs) random things just to see. And both of them paid up. (laughs) Facebook and Google both were like, oh, okay, another bill to pay. Can you blame them? Like there is probably multiple people that work at Google and uh, you said Facebook was the other one? There's probably multiple yeah. people that work at Google and Facebook, and their entire job is to just pay off invoices. And oh, I guarantee you, that's a bold strategy. And now there's probably a lot of people that go, you know what? There are some giant companies that probably do just pay their bills. I mean, I'm not a giant company, and most of the time I pay off invoices that get sent to me. Yeah, we get in a lot of arguments about this. We'll get a random bill. I mean, a random bill. It'll be like $500 or something. Well, maybe okay, not, not that expensive. But you know what I mean? It'll be like $110 yeah. or something. And you'll like bust out the credit card to start to pay it. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. What is that? Let's let's look at this. Let's figure it out. And then it turns out it was still waiting to be processed by insurance. Oh, that's my problem. You know, you got to wait. Doctor's offices. Can we figure out why do we have to send out that EOB, that explanation of benefits? It looks like a bill. It does. But it also says right across the top, this is not a bill. I know. But (laughs) with dumb idiots like me, when you send me something that has an amount that it looks like I'm going to have to owe... I just want to pay it. Don't tell me it's not a bill, but it looks like a bill. But yeah, this guy, he did it. And he also pled guilty. So. Oh, that's sweet of him. Yeah. He's being honest, I guess. He is guilty I mean, for doing he's that. He's honest at this point in his life. <laughs> he decided $122 million. Like, at what point wouldn't you stop? 
I don't know. I feel uh, like I'd stop at 50. But. This guy cracks me up. I haven't even read all the details on this, but there is an engineer out of the UK who built the world's fastest lawnmower that oh, goes good, yeah. 143 miles per hour. <laughs> uh, you, give, me, give me the that. best sales pitch. All right, you want to you wanna mow your lawn in Listen, 22 seconds? We've all been there. You want to mow your lawn, but you only have 18 seconds to do it. <laughs> That's the only free time you have. Um, I'm going to make sure all my children are not playing outside when yeah. my neighbor is mowing is his lawn at 140. Is this a push because your feet would actually like fall off? They would no, just like you ride it. dislocate. You don't push it. All right, that was a dumb question. That's valid, but yeah. now that you say it out loud, you're like, wait a minute, that wouldn't work. Man. So you write it, um, but 143 miles an hour because, you know, when you got to get it done. <laughs> you got to get it you done, You got to get it done fast. I mean, some people who live in areas where they have just massive lawns Yeah, or my brother-in-law, yards. my uh, sister and brother-in-law, they have acreage, a ton of acres on acres on acres, and they could use this. I also have never in my life, this is sad, and I'm going to ask for a really weird request. I've never ridden a uh, riding lawnmower. I would like that opportunity. If someone would allow me to ride their John Deere, I would appreciate it. There's a rite of passage, though. I'm pretty sure you gotta you yeah. gotta cut off your sleeves and drink a beer at the same time. There's gotta be something. But I wanna I wanna drive the uh, the John Deere with the regular car steering wheel. I don't think I can handle the push pull ones. Oh my god! Have you seen those? Those zero turn like <laughs> I don't know Maybe if I can do that. Maybe you need to learn how to drive an automatic or a, a manual first. Do you know how to drive a manual stick shift? Uh, I've tried before in a church parking lot when I was like, you know, 16 or whatever. Learn that, then maybe learn the lawnmower. I believe a lawnmower is a lot easier than driving a manual, just saying. Probably, but yeah. I do think there's some sort well, of initiation and process before you just hop onto somebody's John Deere. Either way, if someone's doing a little lawn mowing, I would appreciate <laughs> hopping on your tractor. There's a, a couple that get in the back of a New York City cab. A taxi after attending a Comic-Con, and they found a phone kind of just flopping around yeah. on the floor, and it started to ring, and they looked at it, they they answered. It was a woman kind of panicked looking for her phone, and once they pieced it together to return this phone, it turned out to be Molly Shannon's cell phone. Molly, Molly Shannon, Shannon is a comedian. She was on SNL. She's known for her, like, superstar. She was, oh, like, the cheerleader. she's a superstar girl. She's also in The Grinch. She's she Cindy, is? She's Cindy Lou Who's mom. Oh. But that's, I'm a big fan she of the Grinch. She is Cindy Lou Who's mom. That might be a stretch, but she is yeah, in yeah. that as well. Okay, that's what she's known for. So it turns out being uh, her phone, and so they met up to to exchange it, but it's just kind of funny. Like, what you would you do about if, that. if you found, like, let's go The Rock. Okay, let's say The Rock leaves his cell phone and you find it. Let's say you could unlock it. Would you look through The Rock's phone? The Rock? Yes. Molly, Molly Shannon? Shannon? No. I don't care. The mom from Cindy Lou Who? The dirt you could find on her? Oh, scandal after scandal after scandal. The Rock? I would actually just want to go through his contacts. You'd look through his, his photos. No, you'd look through his nah, photos. Nah, nah, nah. You would search on his photos naked, shirtless. <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> Listen, I don't need to look through The Rock's personal phone to find a shirtless photo of him. You can Pretty Google much that. On, hang on just a second. No, I am I just going to, nope, I'm just going to type The Rock. Into Google Images, and I bet the first photo. Photo by, uh, photo number three. Guys, number three. Photo number number three, three. he's shirtless. First one, he's wearing a tank top. That's when you know that people like you just for your body, when your third photo is you shirtless, when you Google image. That's pretty sad. I happen to think he's a great actor. I think he's fine too, but I'm just saying. And those are some of your trending stories. Makeup or breakup. With Joey and Lauren in the morning.
It's Joey and Lauren, and it is time for Make Up or Break Up, where we try to go on a second. Well, we're not going on the second date. We try to get you on a second date. Although, if you want us to yeah, come. Yeah, if you want to invite us, we'll, we'll go on the second gotta date. You just got to get a sitter. That's the only thing. Still make it weird. Yeah. I mean, we'll yeah. come to dinner, and that's yeah. it. We're those people, though, that anytime you want to go out, we're like, mm, we got to get a sitter. And then, you know. Let me make you feel guilty process, because now yeah. we have to pay a sitter to hang out with you. <laughs> uh, so Curtis is with us. He went out with Brittany once. They went for a picnic. Uh, he also has done some online investigating since he has not gotten a text back. We'll have him explain that. But hello, Curtis. Hey, how are you guys today? We're doing wonderful. So you uh, met Brittany online and you guys went to a picnic in the woods. Or was it like the woods, the woods? Yeah, yeah. We met up, We met on Hinge, and I just, you know, instead of, like, just going to a boring old restaurant like normal, I thought I would try and be, I don't know, extra gentlemanly slash romantic or, or something. And and uh, I took her on a picnic, you know. I have a nice big picnic basket, like, you know, like Yogi mm-hmm. Bear would steal <laughs> with a bottle of wine in it and all, all that stuff, you yeah. know, and a big checkered cloth. I wanted the to do thing. the whole thing. And, uh, and we went out, you know, I do a lot of, I do a lot of hiking and I, I spent a lot of time out in the back country and stuff. And so, you know, I, I, we didn't go any place like isolated or weird. You know, we went to like a nice walking trail with lots of people and campgrounds. And we just had a nice, a nice daytime picnic. I okay. thought it was, uh, I thought it was pretty, I don't know. I, th- I thought we had a really good time. Okay. She's Good. really nice. So you didn't take her out to the woods in some weird remote location. That was going to be my next At question. Dust. No, you know. <laughs> so I, I'm glad. I, I don't think I, I don't. I wasn't forward or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just thought we were having a nice good time, and okay. I I don't know. And I've tried. I tried to text for an answer a couple of times, but I'm not great about answering text myself. So, but sure. not like. I'm a stalky guy or anything, but I do know her, so I follow her Twitter account, and I I know that um, you know the night after after we had the picnic, was I thought it went well and everything, but I noticed that night she tweeted like not really about anything that I know of, but she just randomly tweeted, "Got to move on, just got to move on." And okay. I don't That's know if that had anything to do with our date, or I I don't know I don't know. I don't know. I yeah. just wondered what's going on you're, with her. You're trying to balance that I, line. I would love like, to have a second date. Am I reading into this? Is it about me or is this about something totally different? I can see how your mind would kind of twist yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you know, you always think that something means you, but it doesn't always. Got so. it. So so you, uh, I mean, when you say it aloud, it sounds creepier than it is when you're like, I looked at her Twitter and I looked at her tweets. But the night, yeah, so you, you guys. follow you the person, yeah, yeah. that's not that weird. So you guys went out in the day and then that night she just tweets out, just got to move on or got to move on or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just like that. And you know, not, it wasn't like right after the minute she got home or anything, <laughs> but you know, it showed up, it showed up in my Twitter feed that evening. So it was that night. So. Okay. All right. Reading me a little bit of tea Maybe leaves here. She's not into the outdoors, but I don't know why that would, I don't know. I don't know why that would deter somebody from wanting to go out yeah. again. Cause it's not like every date's going to yeah, be I mean, a picnic. We didn't go camping or anything yeah. like that. It was just a yeah. picnic. So. Which okay. I think is sweet by the way. Yeah. I love that idea. I agree. I think especially oh, good. like good. you went with the traditional checkered, but I've always wanted to have a picnic <laughs> out of a wooden box with a checkered blanket. Man, Curtis, where were Dude, you? It's hard to find one of those I, red checkered blankets. Yeah, I, I had to like order it. On it. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. So uh, Curtis, we'll play a song, come back and call Brittany. All right. All right. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. We just talked to uh, Curtis on make up or break up. We're about to talk to Brittany. 
They go for a picnic. He says, I love the outdoors. We went on this. It wasn't weird. He says, it's not like it was at night and it was a remote location. No, it's a, a public area where a lot of people go. So he says that part was safe and fine. One thing we didn't ask him is the food situation. What was the food? Oh, crap. Because yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, what if he brought like some nasty like egg salad or something and it? she was like, oh, I can't eat that. Like, I don't know. I'm yeah, just yeah, thinking like, oh. what if he brought like a really weird food option and she's like, I don't want to go out with this guy. I no, that's that's a good point. Uh, he also, while he hasn't gotten text back, he says the night of their date, like after because they went out in the afternoon, that night she he follows her on Twitter. She tweeted, got to move on. So that's, he's like, does that mean she's, about me? I don't know what's going on. cryptic tweeters. Yeah. I love when people do that. When they just tweet or put on Facebook just some random message, you're like, what was that? What does that yeah. mean? So now he's like, is that about me yeah. or is it about something else? So let's talk to Brittany. Hello. Hello. Is this uh, Brittany? Yes. I, I, yes, it's calling. Yes, no problem. Uh, Brittany, this is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning. Morning radio show. So, uh, hey, Brittany. Hello. <laughs> oh, God. Hi. Hello. How are you? <sighs> well, hey to y'all. Yay. It's nice to talk to y'all, but I know why you're calling. <laughs> and so, wait. Oh, good. Oh, well, then that saves us some time. Are, are you uh, assuming we're calling you about Curtis? God, somebody, really? God, <laughs> I just want him to just fade in the background. Just fade oh, away. no. No, it's, what's going on? I mean, you know what's up. Uh, Curtis is with us. This is a time for closure. Yeah. So, it, Curtis, say hello. We'll, we'll bring you on. Hey, how you doing? Hi there. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Curtis, hey, man, look, okay. Since I did not make it clear by not answering any of your messages, let me make it clear. Curtis... You're nice, but you're weird, man. Oh. You bring in, you know, okay, let me just tell y'all the story. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We go on this picnic, which is fine. I mean, I'm down with nature to a degree. But then as we're sitting there, he was like, hey, wouldn't it be great if we had some animals with us? Like, we were in the dang old Jellystone Park or something or another. <laughs> I don't know, but he starts calling these little animals with these animal call a mechanisms like a like a turkey call, like a. <laughs> it, it was just crazy, and he wanted wait, these wait. animals. Hang on, hang on, hang on, back up. Like, uh, Curtis busts out some animal call like yeah, yeah. devices, whatever they are. Yes. Okay. Yes. From, I'm picturing like a like a Snow White situation. You're calling the animals. Is that what you're describing? No, to you us? know what a you know what a duck call no, is I and know, a turkey but call. The way she said it was like he wanted to call all these animals. So tell me a little bit more about you this. Know, uh, Yes. So, he, I mean, he continues, he brings out, um, what was it, Curtis? Was it turkey, elk, and geese duck. or something? Yeah. <laughs> a duck. duck call. Yes. And duck. A duck call. Yes. <laughs> well, no, that's <laughs> that. <laughs> your your turkey know. was pretty good. That was a well, <laughs> it's, it's a quality duck call. It, it, it's a good duck call. Okay. I mean, okay. I. I, 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 I it's I not like he was asking for dogs to come over. He's asking for wild animals. I was thinking just what just what she said, you know. I was thinking Snow White and sitting around and birds sitting on your arms and <laughs> raccoons hanging around and no. being, you know. I, so my friend yes, who is a, one like. One bites in, yeah, one bites the next thing you know you got rabies. Come yeah. on, man. No, nobody's doing that. I actually, I am sitting here and I'm thinking of my Back home, farm town roots, and one of my great friends who is now a hunter guide. This is what he does. He always had a duck call on him. 
No matter what. No matter what the case was, he always had a duck call yeah, on. Yeah, no, actually, I'm not, I'm not going to knock you, uh, Curtis. I mean, obviously, I'm laughing because the situation to me is just funny. Well, but it's not romantic to be like, <laughs> No, but I actually think, like, okay, if you're an avid hunter, it's something you do, and you have it with you, and you're just trying to be cute, and you're like, oh, let's try this out and see if anything. <laughs> now, I don't think that's how it works. I don't think animals no, just flock to no, you. No, he pulls out but... a bag. <laughs> yeah, like all he's the... come prepared with his tools. <laughs> you know, it's I just, uh, I, I like, I like. The outdoors, I like I like animals, and she indicated that she did too. And um, you know, I just feel like dogs. Uh, cats. <laughs> dogs, like, I guess they're all animals, but I gosh, man, bear come like oh, well, come I'm over there. You know, even, it's just like you feel like a part of nature, and it makes oh, you feel I, good and whole. And I thought that would be a good totally. feeling to have with you. That's Curtis. All. If you are a hunter, you, yeah, no. you, you've been there, Curtis, and I get it. When you're doing the calls and you see that, I, I have I have done it. But when you are trying to talk about what's your upbringing like, what do you like to do for fun, and you're sitting there, and she's trying to tell you where she went to college, and you're going, you know, I mean, that's just, that doesn't exactly say, oh, man, this is the guy for me. So I get it. Would you guys like to go out again? Brittany, it is your call. An indoor date. Yes. Traditional dinner and a movie if you guys wanted to do. No duck calls, I promise. We're not going to force right. you. Come this on. this no, is not, right, no, nobody's getting pressured into going right. out. You get one more chance. We're not in baseball, okay? There's no three strikes. This is number two, and then you're out. Okay, okay. so this is this is the right. last chance. Right. I'm, I'm surprised Curtis still wants to go out <laughs> yeah, with Brittany. He likes her, all right? On the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. Joey and Lauren. It's time for the Monday debate. This week, the argument is cutoff time for trick-or-treating. When is it? Mm. A lot of people are going to be trying to plan or this out. Or is there a time that's too late? <laughs> <laughs> Two in the morning. Trick-or-treat. Trick-or-treat. <laughs> uh, you know what? That is a good argument, though. You can make a point because some people say there is no time limit, but once the porch lights are off, that's the rule. So the moment someone okay. turns off the lights. Okay, let's say no porch lights. Let's just move that caveat out of it. Okay. Let's All just right. say, is there a time limit for trick-or-treating? For sure. Also, we could throw in when should it start, when should it end? Because some people may say, well, it should end after Halloween, midnight. Okay, then you can't come. Over. Yeah, to me, trick-or-treating is a five-hour period. It's never made more sense to me in my life. It is five to ten. It is five, five? to ten. Yes. No, five's too early. No, you can go at five. Nope. Uh-uh. Really? Six. Six is my earliest. I think for little kids, okay, so our, our son goes to bed at seven. So if we start at six, that's an hour. If we start at five, we get two uh, hours. Yeah, but it's Halloween. You stay up later on Halloween anyway. I'm going five to ten. To me, the moment that clock hits double digits, don't knock on my door. You have you have till 9.59 to get your Kit Kats, to get your Reese's, to get your <laughs> Snickers. 9.59 in 50 seconds, you can knock on my door and I'll have a smile on my face. If it's 10.01, you knock on my door, we got problems. We got, we got major issues. I'm actually issues. surprised you're, you're stretching until 10. I thought that you were going to say 9 and I'm a 10 because I, I think 10 is fine. So we're on the same page? Yep, I think 10 is the cutoff as well. And that's saying something because I go to bed pretty early, so that's even later than, you know, I would normally like somebody to knock on my door. But Halloween time, trick or treat. Yes, shut the lights off. I understand that. You turn off the porch light. Some 
like newer builds in some neighborhoods, they have those automatic yep. LED lights on the house. So you can't turn them off. Our garage lights are automatic LEDs. So they, the garage lights, now not the porch light. We have a couple of controlled lights, but the garage mm-hmm. lights always stay on the moment it gets dark. And so right. you see that, oh, porch lights are on. Technically the one by the door may be off. But if you see the ones by the garage on, you may say, okay, they're home. What about knocking on someone's door and they have zero decor, Halloween or fall decor? It's just a normal looking house. Porch light is on. Do you still knock or are you a little worried that maybe they're not into it? I think you look for the porch light first and foremost. To me, that is the ultimate sign. Especially when it it gets really late, people that still may offer trick-or-treaters may turn it off. But if it's, you know, like, I don't know. Seven at night, and you've already got someone like light off and everything. You know where it's prime trick or treating time. Then I'm like, okay, they're not, they're not into it. But I, yeah, I mean, if there's no, there's no uh, little headstone or something in the lawn, maybe. But we don't have anything outside, and yeah. we're gonna give candy. I mean, out. we have like a fall wreath. Sometimes maybe I'll have a pumpkin on the on the doorstep. Yeah. See, I worry about real pumpkins. Kids are gonna smash those. Unfortunately. Oh, and then the kids that take more when you put a sign that says oh, take man. one. To me, how I want to do trick-or-treating moving forward, because we've been burned on the leave the candy out with the little sign that says Like if take we one have piece. somewhere to be, yeah. So to me, there's two ways of doing trick-or-treating. You're either at home and you answer the door and you hand it, or you, if you're going to be gone or you're going to be out of town or you're going to be at a Halloween party, turn off your lights, don't leave candy out. Because you know when you leave a bowl of candy out, Someone is going to take all the candy. Some kid is going to tilt the bowl back, and I'm not even blaming him. It's the kid with the pillowcase that realizes <laughs> that the little bags aren't enough, and he's going to tilt it back, and he's going to take the candy. At the end of the day, though, like, don't you just want to get rid of the candy anyway? So do you really care who took oh, it all? Oh, no. I feel bad if in with the ring camera, too. We've caught people on our doorbell, and I'm like, kid, come on. You're totally <laughs> shoveling it in. Leave some for the rest of us. I did see a kid the other day. This went viral. Like, I mean, I'm sure it happened last year because no one's trick-or-treating right now. But this kid that there was none left, and he took candy out of his bag and put it out there. I know. I know, right? That's really sweet. So my final answer is 10. Yeah, I think 10, too. 10 is the latest, but I say 6 to 10. Four hours. Now, when do you start getting angry if, you know, you get the teenagers that knock a little late? At what point are you not not answering the door? I'm not going to get upset if it's... Unless it's like after 11 or if it's like 10.30, 11-ish, then I'm going to be like, eh. But I'm never going to be mad at somebody. I'm never going to open the door and be like, you meddling kids. Hey. I just won't answer the door. I think it was last year. We were laying in bed and I think we were both asleep. So I'm going, it was at least 11.45. And I remember middle of the night hearing a, and going, no way. And I just kind of woke up and- Still to this day, was I hearing something or did I actually hear trick-or-treaters at like midnight? Weird. Try and get some candy. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, when I was uh, growing up and I was in my teenage years and I'd be out later with my friends, yeah. we'd go late. We had no sense of time. No, that's the thing. We kids were just don't like, realize. Oh, it's like, I'm not going to be mad at kids. Let's party. Yeah. Yeah. And for them, you know, 11 to a 15-year-old is nothing. To me, it's like everything. So we're both agreeing on 10, <laughs> yeah. 68719. You can text us on the Monday debate. What's the cutoff time? The cutoff for trick-or-treating. Joey and Lauren. I'm sure everyone's going to get along with this. I'm sure we'll all agree on what Parents Magazine came out. In fact, I wonder if Parents Magazine, our friends over there, don't know a single soul. I wonder if they decided, you know what, let's watch the world burn. Because the world, as we know, 
we all get along on every issue. And we all agree, and we're all having a great Not time. Not divisive yeah. at all. So, uh, Parents Magazine has uh, determined what is the perfect age to give your child a cell phone. Now, I imagine, you know, 10 years ago, this feels totally different. 10 years ago, it was like, freshman year of college, you can give them a cellular device and they can go on to the world. Now, when you say cell phone, and I don't know if you know all the details, are we talking a full-blown smartphone with all the capabilities? Or are you saying like one of those little ladybug phones that you can only call or text your mom? Like, What's a ladybug phone? I don't know that it's called a ladybug, but there was like like a... There was like a jitterbug phone or something yeah. that was that people would give their preteens where they could call mom or dad. Where you open it and it's got mom, dad, police, and those are your three buttons you but can you're, choose. But you're saying this is like full-blown iPhone, whatever, Android. Uh, yeah, this I is think a cell phone. I mean, I'm sure it's not, you know, get them a Snapchat, an Instagram, a TikTok, and everything like that. No, I think but it's just, it can be done on that device. So sure. you're saying a full-blown cell phone. Okay. I'm saying Parents Magazine says this is the perfect age to give your kid a phone. Would you like to guess? I would actually think it would be great if you would guess here. Uh, by the way you're talking, it makes it seem young is the vibe I'm getting from your tone. Uh, I'll give you a hint. Actually, when I saw it, I said, I don't know about me, but that actually seems accurate from what I've seen from some okay. of my friends that have kids. Uh, I'm going to go 13. And I'm not saying I agree with that age, but I'm going to say 13. Okay. Wrongo. 13 is not the age, according to Parents Magazine. Is it younger than 13? I don't know. I'm going to let you get two more guesses. Uh, 14. 12. It is not 14. Yeah, you've got it. It's not 12 either. 11 is the age. So Ooh. according to Parents Magazine, child development experts say the perfect age to give a child a phone is 11 years yeah, old. I disagree. See, I read it and I thought that seems, if it was one of those... Um, crickets or whatever you call but them. It's not, Juju though. I'm, I'm sure or, they're talking about an actual you think so? phone, a smartphone. Yeah, they, or else they would put a limited-use cell phone. Yeah, 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 okay. I mean, you have the article. I don't, I don't see it. It's, you have it, but... You ready what I have? I have, according to Parents Magazine, child development experts say the perfect time to give a new child <laughs> a phone is 11. That's what I have. So, well, there you have it. I, I think it seems right on for me. I don't know why, but I think... Hmm. When I think of giving my kid a phone, my first thought is... Communication if they're out and about, and I love that. I actually think my kid, I want my kid to have a cell phone at that point. Uh, I think what I'm going to do, and I don't know, the world and technology changes so much, and my son's only two, so it's going to be a long time before he gets a phone. It's definitely going to be by three (laughs) or four. But I'm thinking uh, it's too young. It is way too young for me, and if I have to leave the house, like you and I leave together, right? It's the date night or whatever. We're out and about. We're going to leave one of our phones. So that right. our kids, we can access them, we can call, we can make a phone call. They have a phone that we can contact them with, Are we? text them, whatever. We're talking about, you know, two people that we have our own phone issues. We like our Instagram. We like our Twitter. We like our Facebook. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just going to call it. Would you want to leave your phone on a date night for three, four hours? I don't think I want to give my child a device that is so addictive. Yeah. You know, if I have problems with it. I know an 11-year-old would, and this is in no way, shape, or form shaming any individual or any parent who offers a cell phone to their child at that age. That is totally fine. But for my specific family, I just think, oh, I don't know, it's a little too young. And I didn't get my first phone until I was like 16 or 17. Yeah. Now, you know, and times were different. It was a flip phone. I know. Yeah, I know, because phones, phones have changed, and phones now, you know, it used to be you had no internet, it's you just had texting now. and snake. But now, yeah, it's now it's a full-blown computer, yeah. and it's... Super accessible. You know, I think I'm leaning towards a family phone. So all the kids have to share one phone. 
Yeah. So that, oh, I know that a lot way, of people that do yeah. that. Yeah. So I'm thinking like I'll buy a cheap smartphone and then it's shared by all the kids. So if little Susie Q is out at soccer practice, she gets to take the phone. And if Brett is out, uh, you know, hitting down mailboxes in back of some kidding. <laughs> but if, you know, if he's whatever, then he gets the phone that day. Yeah. And no, you almost I totally share get it. it. That that's a great idea. And put restrictions on some of the apps to make sure they're safe, yeah. put a lot of parental controls. Listen, I may sound really controlling, but I'm like obsessed with making sure my kids are super, super, super safe. And I might I'm gonna be one of those moms. I'm the mean mom. Mom, you never let are me know. Are you gonna have fun. when your kids have uh Instagram and stuff, like if Instagram's still the app when our kids get older, but when you have like your kids have apps, are you gonna have the passwords to all of them? Mm-hmm. Are you going to have them on your phone so you, like, you could post on their Instagram? No, but I think there needs to be transparency where I have access to their accounts if needed. Yeah. And if the kids don't want to offer that to me, then I know there's something <laughs> wrong. Right? I remember that when I was a kid. I know. The moment you were like, Mom, you don't need to know my password, then you know you're hiding something. I mean, I'm something. not going to go in and like, look through things. I don't know. Maybe I'm being too much of a what? stickler, but Our I just son comes home nervous. and you're like, uh, Jessica sent you a DM. She wants to go to prom with you. Is, is that what you're going to do? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> I just get a little nervous. You know, now kids, you know, back when I was in school, yeah. a lot of the bullying was terrible, still a thing, and happened within school hours, right? Yeah, yeah. But now with goes all, night. all this technology and social media, this could happen at all hours of the day, and it's just, I just want to protect that a little bit. So we'll take your text. What is the perfect age, do you think, for your kids to get a cell phone? Parents Magazine says child development experts have done all the research, all the smart stuff, and they say 11. By the way, I did not give the age. I say 13. Okay, so 13 is your final yeah. answer? Yours is 11? I'm going to go 11. I'm going to trust the experts. I'm going to okay. go 11. 68719, you can text us. Am I a terrible parent? Maybe you'll let me know. Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren, and it is That Awkward Moment where you have something awkward in your life, and you call and tell us about it. Uh, Brandon is with us. Brandon got awkward at church, which, again, there's some places you don't want to have awkward moments. I think church probably a top 10 place. Yeah, place of worship. Yeah, you probably yeah, don't sure. want to have something super embarrassing <laughs> <Yeah>. happen. <laughs> uh, so Brandon joining us now here on the show. What's up, man? How are you? Thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. How are you? And we're doing wonderful. Better than you, maybe. Okay, what happened at church? What's the awkward moment? Oh, gosh. Yeah. So have you ever just like gone around all day with food in your teeth and nobody ever told you? Yeah, I got mm-hmm. deep I got deep crevices in these bad boys. <laughs> so this happens to me all the time. I got like Grand Canyons in between each tooth. So yeah, for sure. Well this this situation is magnifying that moment to quite possibly one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're building it up, what happened? So um a couple Sundays ago I was at church. And let's just say what exactly what happened. I split my pants <laughs> at like at some point right down the back of the middle of my pants, and oh, nobody no. told me. Not a soul. I thought you were going to say you had something in your teeth. So you had ripped pants at church <laughs> right down the crack. But this isn't just like I went to church and I sat in church for a bit and then I left. No, no, I. I'm very active at church, okay. and I, I mean, I was up and down, this, uh, uh, you know, 300-plus congregation Holy moly. Um, for communion. I had to, I, I taught a Sunday school class, and I, <laughs> I'm back and forth, you know, grabbing paperwork for everybody. I'm up and down, I'm talking to people, uh, just, just constantly that is working. messed up. Um, okay, and, and nobody I mean, said I anything? Went, uh, no, nobody says things. 
I don't know if like it was just a joke or it was like everyone was too awkward and didn't want to be like me- feel like they were mean in church or something. But I legitimately walked around for probably four plus hours. Oh, dude! Oh a my giant gosh. hair down my butt. Brandon, I'm just gonna say like I'm in the same boat, so we can be open and honest here. Is this the situation where you've had those suit pants for a while and maybe they're getting a little snug? <laughs> and so when you bend over, they go a little tighter. Right? I mean, there's no doubt. There's yeah. no doubt that's exactly what happened. See, my, my, uh, I'm in the same thing. If I bend in the wrong way, I'm, I'm joining you, man. <laughs> but the fact that not a soul, I mean, isn't church about helping a brother or sister out? Like, that's the whole deal, right? I think people might have been trying to save me for embarrassment. At least that's what I tell myself before I go to sleep and I cringe about this every night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, to, to just kind of put the icing on the cake, my wife, um, as a gag gift uh, last Christmas, gave me um, some Avengers underwear. No, that no, I was wearing no, that no day. dude, no, dude, no, so, no, you weren't. Not only, not only had I ripped my pants, <laughs> but it looked like either the Incredible Hulk was trying to smash his way out, or Captain America had thrown his shield out of the back of my pants. It's the hole was that oh, big. No. The hole was that big. Okay, oh, I was going to say, good thing you were wearing air. underwear, but man, that makes it kind of even more cringy when it's like cartoony underwear. Yeah, too. yeah like it, it could have been a classic black chic boxer brief, but no, dude, you've got Thor or whatever sitting there with the hammer right out of the <laughs> right out of the tush, man. Yeah. Oh, I my think, gosh. Yeah, just insert, insert Avengers move, and it happened in the back <laughs> of my pants. You know what? My ego for the rest I, of my life. You know what I would do, though, if this were me? I would then march over to my friends oh, for sure. or call my friends from church and be like, why would you let me go through this all I, day without I, telling me? Because they had to have seen it. Straight to the priest, honestly. Oh, oh yeah. I called my buddy Mark and I was like, did you know my fans have been ripped? He had been with me most of the day. He's like, oh yeah, I knew. I just, no, I dude, that's so, no, like they all need to go <laughs> to confession. Sure. That's a sin. That is, that is messed up. I think, and I, do I understand that, yeah, when you point it out, it's something, if if you had a little tear, like a little hole or something that showed a little bit, I would not say anything. But if it's as big yeah. as you're saying. So there's no doubt every single member of my church saw. Yep, way to go. That's, you know what, if you can go wow. up and speak and do like a sermon, you need to go up there and just be like, shame, shame <laughs> on all of you for not telling me that my Captain America undies were hanging out. You so jerks. Uh, thanks so much for the call, Brandon. We appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know. Absolutely, man. That is, uh, yeah, I have lost faith in my uh, my church friends. That's what I would do. I'd be like, man, that's so messed up. Hopefully uh, he, he gets over this situation and he goes back yeah. to church, or maybe this has scorned him forever. Have you had a ripped pants situation, a fly open situation? Or an awkward moment at church yeah, situation? Yeah, something like that. Text us 68719. We'll get to your answers in three minutes. That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is That Awkward Moment. Brandon just joined us. Uh, He's got to find a new church because he went to (laughs) church, had ripped pants. No one ever called him out on it. No one ever said, hey, Brandon, your pants are ripped. Sat there all church. If I went to church and I had ripped pants and not one person said something, I'd be like, okay, I'll remember who you guys are. I'll yeah, remember. But then you're thinking, okay, did did they really see it? Uh, but he said when he got home, he saw it was a big gaping, yeah. just like big old hole in the back that he had ripped his pants that had just kind of like separated. And then he said he was wearing like Avengers underwear or something. Yeah, you got Thor, you got Captain, Captain America. America or something, the which makes thing. it more embarrassing, I would say. Yeah, so 68719, you could text us if you've had anything like that. 
Uh, multiple people saying, uh, one one was really good, but fly down says, I was a college professor. Fly down for an entire day, multiple periods, not one student said something. Thanks a lot. Oh, that's awkward. But but that's weird for a student to be like, hey, Mr. Jones, your Why? fly is, I don't know. It just feels like a weird thing. I would do, I it, I would do it at the end of class when you're walking out. You kind of, you know, scoot your way over and just, hey, Mr. Johnson, your fly's down. Not, oh, uh, yeah, what do you want, Christy? Raise your uh, hand. Mr. Johnson, your fly's <laughs> down? Like, you wouldn't have to do it like that. Uh, I've had my fly down. This texter says, I had a hole in my pants my entire shift working at a fine dining restaurant. Nobody said anything to uh, me. That's weird when it's you, a really kind of high scale, yeah. you know, high society place. If you're at a restaurant and the uh, waiter or waitress has a hole in their pants, you say something? I do. If it's... Big enough. You brought it up earlier. It's just like a little hole, and yeah. it's like ah, maybe maybe they know about it. I'm not going to embarrass them more, but if it's a huge hole and it's showing off way more than anyone would want to show off, then you're like, okay, I think this is an accident. My problem is, is in the middle of a work day, if you're at a restaurant, you probably don't have a spare pair of pants. So Mm-mm. if you're sitting there and you're like, hey, you have a hole in your pants. Well, I got three tables that I'm working on. I got four hours left of my shift. Uh-huh. I guess you just. Put a napkin in there or patch it up. I don't know. Uh, this text is an awkward situation that happened at church. 68719. It says, I one time got a bloody nose as the sacrament dish was being passed my way. Oh, when man. I grabbed it, my bloody nose dripped all over the dish. They oh. had to take it back, wash it out, and sanitize everything, and they halted the entire meeting. Oh. It was so embarrassing. Oh, that's bad. That's really what bad. What are the odds? Right, like, right then is yeah. when your bloody nose comes on. One of my really good friends, this wasn't at church, but one of my really good friends uh, who lived down the street from me growing up, his dad was the uh, the pastor, I think it is, in the Lutheran church. So he was the pastor. Pastor or priest, I don't know what term they officially use, but I think it was the pastor. And uh, they left us home alone. We were watching TV or whatever, and he had, like, this little office. It's interesting. The house they lived in is actually owned by the church. So the church pays for the house. So it just moves from pastor to pastor. Ah, okay. So he has, like, this own office that's, like, his pastor room. And my friend just goes, oh, my gosh, he has the best crackers. And it was communion. And it was the communion crackers. And so <laughs> we're watching. Yeah. And I, I couldn't believe. I mean, my buddy was like 10 at the time. He didn't realize they were communion crackers. So we're sitting in his living room. Kid you not. We're sitting in his living room, like, watching cartoons, just eating sleeves eating the- of communion crackers. <laughs> just going at them like they're potato chips or Pringles or something. So that was That's not funny. at church. But definitely that was my awkward church experience. I feel bad. Maybe I'm super blessed. I don't know. I mean, if you need a sleeve of communion, I don't need to go to church for like 10 years. (laughs) Something like that. Now, I wonder uh, if this is going to change everyone's mind. If you're thinking, you know, I was going to say something to my friend who had something on their teeth or a hole in their pants. Let this be a lesson. Say something. Yeah, say something. Especially if you know the person. Even And most of the time you can do it discreetly. Like, don't say it publicly. I don't think, you know, at, at the pulpit they should have been like, and uh, Brandon has a hole in his pants. Everyone give your God bless you to Brandon for, you know. <laughs> right? But you could go over and just say something nice. I don't know. I love that it's always upbeat. Upbeat and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. We're all getting along today because we're just bringing up something that definitely will everyone will agree on. Uh, the perfect age to give your child a cell phone. This is brand new from Parents Magazine. Child development experts say the perfect age to give your child a phone is 11 years old. I actually, I agree with this. 
when I've thought about this in my mind, when our kids get older, I've thought 11, that's probably the first time they start doing group outings where we drop them off at the movie theater, we drop them off and they go bowling. And I think, yeah, I think I want my 11 year old to have a cell phone. Okay. I said 13. I felt a little oh, safer. Right. Listen up, Lauren. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, it, you rule the house, so it no, will be your no, decision. No, 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 no. We just have a long time to think about yeah, it. Yeah. I, I think 13, but start off with uh, some restrictions, like the social media, maybe not having that yet, some parental controls. Like, oh, for sure. More, more or less just use it for texting and, and phone calls so we can make sure we know where they are with their location on it, too. By the time our kid is 11, there's going to be some telepathical-like communication. It's, I'm going to tap my forehead, and I'm going to be able to see him on, like, Siri, <laughs> GPS, something crazy like that. Hey, you're probably not wrong. Uh, some of the texts are rolling in, 68719. Uh, this texture says, uh, we give our kids limited-use phones at the age of 8. Okay. Okay, 8, yeah. I, I've Again, always if felt... You, yeah, if you have active kids that are out at soccer practice here, there, wherever, all over the place, dance... And you kind of need to keep in touch with them. That's what, I mean, I understand that. What do you think about those, like, Apple, well, I mean, Tile does them, but those new Apple tags that are GPS trackers, mm-hmm. put one of those in your kid's backpack. It's weird when you say it out loud, but if you think about it and you don't give your kids a phone, but you always want to know where they are at any given moment. I thought about putting one in the diaper bag. Because oh, Because anytime our babysitter's out and about with him, like, I just know where they are. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with her or I anything. I thought about just, putting it in his shoe. Just so I know. In his shoe. Taping it to his back. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, the di- getting weird. It is getting weird. And I think what's weird about it is because we have the technology to do it, it almost feels like we want to do it. Like, well, we justify everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's because of blah, 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 Because 10 years ago, if I said, oh, you can put GPS trackers on your children, people would be like, that's weird. But now that it's available and there's like five different products you well, can do. the world is scary, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. All right, so I'm going 11. That person said 8. Yep, uh, this text says all my kids get a phone at 10. Uh, this one says our kids didn't get a cell phone until they were 16. You know, other people saying back in my day, I didn't get my oh, first yeah, phone until sure. they were invented when for I was sure. 30. You know, whatever. But And I get that, too. Um, but a lot of people are saying, Joey, I love the idea of a shared phone for the kids, a kid's phone. Yeah, the only problem is is when your son goes somewhere, your daughter goes another place, and then, like, who gets the phone? But mm-hmm. if it's a shared phone, so let's say you have two, three, four kids all around the same age. If it's a shared phone, then no one's going to hog it and mm-hmm. be on their social media because you don't have that. So it literally is the use is you text, you can call on it, mm-hmm. and that's what I like. I love the idea of my kid having a phone for the fact of if he's gone, he can text me or call me if he needs me. Yeah. Uh, This texter says, we have a limited use phone that we send with the kids when they need it, when they're out of the house, but otherwise we have a landline for the kids. Oh, that's awesome. Kids need to know what a landline is. An old school landline. I bet it doesn't have a cord. Bet it doesn't have a cord. See, that's what I want to do. I want to give our kids a corded landline so they can, I mean, you remember that when you try to like move to the other area of the room? Oh, get as far away as possible, oh. as far as the cord would take me. How about a rotary phone? We did have one of those. We had one of those in my sister's room, a rotary phone, where you had to put your finger. I'm I'm explaining something that no one's going to understand, but you put well, your finger in. Well, kids won't understand. Yeah. You remember that? I'm trying yeah, to do I, that. I know exactly what you're talking about. Could you dial on a rotary phone? Yes. You could still remember how to yeah. do it? We should do a test. We should do the phone Olympics. <laughs> we got to find one. <laughs> Where did that answer come from? It's time for the five-second rule with Joey and Lauren in the morning. Cheryl is playing with us today. Hello, Cheryl. 
<laughs> Hello. And we're excited. Cheryl told us she's now listening to us on Alexa, which is just fantastic. From so. her kitchen. Yeah. So thank you All for right. allowing yeah. us to be with you in your kitchen. <laughs> Thank you. You bet. All right. So here's how five-second rule works, Cheryl. We have uh, random categories that you have to name three things in that category, but you only have five seconds to do so. Make sense? Yep. All right. So let's start with Lauren. We'll go Lauren. Then we'll go me. Then we'll go Cheryl. So Cheryl can get uh, hear us fail miserably and then do well. (laughs) All right. So here we go. Lauren, you have five seconds to name three uses for duct tape. Um. <laughs> Not even one. How about tape things, Lauren? You well, can tape I things. I was gonna say tape your mouth closed, but that's a horrible thing to say. Yeah, I can... watch too many murder mystery documentaries. Yeah. It's great to tie up somebody's wrist and mouth and put them in the trunk of your car. It works great. Oh my god! All right. Okay. Well, that's a flop. Uh, Joey, let's go with you next. Uh, name three snakes. Uh, rattlesnake, copperhead, and a, uh, a venomous one. Gosh, dang it. What's a copperhead? That was a hard one. Yeah, that is a hard one. Copperhead snakes, I, I, they're a thing. I think they're a thing. I should have said garter snake, man, like the easy one. Okay. All, All right. All right, Cheryl, big moment for you. We both went 0 for 1. Okay. You got this, Cheryl. Uh, name three types of apples. Uh, cr- uh, crisp. Golden Delicious and Red. Yeah! Yes! That's a red apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Red Apple works. I was going to say, hurry, check your fridge. You're in the kitchen. I I think Red Apple works. I'm sitting in the family room. I'm now in the family. Okay, cool. You need to sit down for this. This is important. All right. I got to concentrate. There you go. (laughs) Back to Lauren. Lauren, five seconds to name three yoga poses. Um, sun salutation, downward dog, and child's pose. Child's right, pose and warrior. Oh, good one. Something warrior. Uh, do you do any yoga, Cheryl? Yes, and I don't know the name, so just that like, would have been yeah, hard. I would have bend my body. I do not do yoga, so I am amazed I got that. All right, back to me. Okay, Joey, name three types of exercise classes. Uh, jazzercise. And yoga and jumping jacks. <laughs> Is there not a jumping jacks class no. where you just jump jack? Not really. A fine, fine, fine. Jumping jacks class. Oh, so, Cheryl, the pressure is on. If you get this right, you win. If you get it wrong, okay. you'll tie with Lauren. Here we okay. go. No pressure, okay. Cheryl. Name three no. game shows. Uh, the Price is Right, uh, Family Feud, I think you got it. I think you got it. I'm going to give it Joey's to you. Joey's being nice. Cheryl is our it. champion. Cheryl, thanks for playing. Thanks for listening. We're going to hook you up, all right? Thank you. You bet. Right on. Joey and Lauren. All right, I've got your uh, life hack. Uh, this one's kind of up in the air, but I'm going to say it. Going on a road trip or a long drive, bring an extra battery for your car's key fob. You don't want to get locked out of your car in the middle of nowhere. Or could you pop the key out of the fob? Or do not oh, do cars yeah, not most... have the key popped in it anymore? I actually don't know. Where are my keys? Where are my keys? Oh, my keys are in my pocket. I was like, I don't know this. where my purse is. Let me see. Hold on, we can do this. Yeah, we have a so fob. We have two of them. In fact, both of our cars have the same looking fob, so I had to put tape on it. I know there's a, there's a, okay, here we go. Yep. Hold on. So this life hack, come on, stupid thing. But but not all, I wonder if there are some fobs where you can't. Probably Teslas. Can't bust the key out. But that's a good thought. How do you change the battery, though? Wait, hold on. I'm going to get this, guys. 
I actually don't know if mine has a key. Hold on, let me try the other one. Keep keep with us here. How do you see? Okay, so I'm looking at Joey. He's trying to like unlatch the side of the key fob to pull out a key. See, I think you're not. I don't think there's one in there. Yeah, I I, I can't open it. I don't think there's one. Well, in we're th- just screwed if the batteries go dead. See, that's why we need. I can't do it. Maybe you can with your longer nails. I don't know, but oh. I guess you could bring a. Did you do it? Yeah, I did. Oh. But what happens when you do that? I thought a key pops out. But then again, as I look at our car, I don't know anywhere there's a spot for a key. Maybe we have to unlatch a panel yeah. or something. <laughs> I don't We're know. We're going to break our key Wait pops trying to do this. I just opened it. Okay. <laughs> and? Almost. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there it is. Okay, is there a key? There's the key. Okay, Found so. It. Got it. I would think, yeah, I would think most fobs have a key in them. Yeah, but then this again, one I don't has know. a key in it, so. I don't know. I think, I mean, electric cars? Do they even, does a key system even work with electricity? That wouldn't even make sense, right? I don't know. So if you're going on a road trip, bring an extra battery for a key fob. I'm going to say something that goes against everything I believe in that I've preached about uh, both on and off the air for years about um, one of my favorite movies of all time is Home Alone. I think it's the best Christmas movie of all time, Home Alone 1 or 2. Well, Disney Plus just released Home Sweet Home Alone, which is a remake of Home Alone. Now, when I say remake, I watch the trailer. They're almost copying the first one, like, insanely. I mean, we're talking some of the same lines that they used in the first one. Mm-hmm. So this is, not a, this is not Home Alone 5, or this is not a new. It is literally the same idea. The family leaves on remake. vacation. Yeah. It's a total remake of the original. And I, you know how I feel about the Home uh-huh. Alone originals. I watched this trailer, and I laughed, and I said, I think this could be good. I'm excited. I'm excited for the remake. Here's where we're different. You say Home Alone's the best Christmas movie of all time. Uh, ever. Ever. I'm going to one-up you. It's the best movie of all time. I am obsessed. I love no, Home Alone. It's... Yes, I'm saying it now. I could change my mind. I could flip and flop. <laughs> Home Alone. I love I love Home Alone. Yep. Kevin McAllister. I love both one and two. They both have great one-liners. Did you watch the trailer for this one? Though? I watched the trailer. And I, I might entertain watching it once, but there is no way. It's funny. No how. Nope. There is no way this will even come close to comparing to the originals. No way. I'm I'm sorry. No. I, I know I'm going against what I believe in. Normally remakes are terrible. I can't think of many movies, if any, that have been remade, like a truly remade movie. Yeah. And it's been really really good. Lion King was okay. The new. Remember the Lion King remake? And, and, they, and this is why. There's nostalgia tied to the first one. Just like Home Alone. There's nostalgia tied to those first Home Alone movies. So this is just my kid coming out of me? This is just automatically going to fail and flop on its face because everybody already loves the first one or two because they're both really good. And so this, in my opinion, it's not going to work because everybody's going to compare. They're going to nitpick. They're going to compare and they're going to think, well, I don't know. It's not as good. It's this, it's that. It's just yeah. my opinion. Okay. Okay. I'm. I think it's going to be good. I want. It's got the redheaded girl from the office that I loved. She's in it. Uh, it's got. Oh gosh, I'm trying to remember the stand-up comedian saying. We posted the uh, trailer. Yeah, it's you up can on find our Facebook. It. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think it's going to be okay. The only issue I have with Home Alone in 2021, how in the world are they going to figure out that this kid does not have a cell phone or some sort of like call the police or any of that, right? You're going to have to watch to find out. Who knows? It Maybe does, there's some sort of an outage or his it phone It does look like the power goes out or... again. But uh, we always said that. We said Home Alone worked in the 90s. There's no way it's going to work in modern day with I'm gonna social guess. media and everything. Can I guess the scenario? Yeah. He has a phone, but his family leaves on vacation and they took all the chargers. 
So his ah, phone dies. Got it. So we can't charge the phone. Then the or or he can't charge it because the power went out. Yeah, huh? but but not going to the neighbors or anything like that. I guess we'll just yeah. Do I don't it. know. We'll so. have to see. But I still I will watch it. I don't think it's going to compare. I normally hate remakes, but I'm telling you, I watched it. and I said, okay, it's already better than number three and number four. Well, what about uh, like Ocean's Eleven? That's oh, that's a remake, okay. and that, that is, is a, a good movie. That's the only good remake that's ever happened. Because you didn't even like the new Lion King, right? With Beyonce in it and everything. I, I did, but not as much as the first okay. original one. Joey and Lauren. It's time for What Did We Learn on the show today. I learned that people are definitely on Lauren's side when it comes to the Home Alone remake. They watch the trailer. It's the new Home Alone. It's called Home Sweet Home Alone on Disney+. Plus. I am giving it a shot. And I feel like I am the official Home Alone aficionado. I mean, I, I watch both of them not only every year, probably two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to give it a gonna shot. I'm not going to say it's going to suck or it's going to be bad. I'm not even going to say it won't be funny. It might be all of those things, but I'm saying it won't be better than the original. And whoever created this film and the actors and everyone involved should definitely realize this and not get their hopes up because I don't think it's going to do better or be as popular as the first ones. It's just not. It's the nostalgia's tied to it. Yeah. We all love the first ones. Also, I learned about uh, with some dental tips that I was giving y'all, eating a slice of cheese can help with uh yeah. with your teeth. Like after you eat something like citrusy or whatever, after you brush your teeth, um, to help with your like enamel or something. It says eat a slice of cheese. Anytime I get advice to eat cheese, we're gonna sign up for that every time, <laughs> right? I mean that's that's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on demand.